Welcome to Grails, a podcast by Alton Insights. My name is John Tunger, and on this episode, we're joined by the man, the myth, the legend himself, CEO of Alton Insights, Russell Lieberman. He's joining us to talk about how Alton Insights just closed our seed fundraising round, fundraising $4 million, uh, headlined with some really big investors like Slow Ventures, Alexis Ohanian. It has been a party around here. So in this episode, we talk about the fundraise, the future of Alton Insights, but also what's currently going on in the alternative investment landscape right now. As we have a greater market downturn, what is going on with all these different assets? But before we get started, if you yet haven't tried the Alton Insights platform, for all of you listening, if you use promo code FRIENDS100, friends, that's all of you, friends 100, you get free access to the premium side of our Alton Insights platform. So not only do you get the free features of portfolio management or marketplace performance data, but you also get the premium stuff like premium research, expansive indices data, advanced asset filtering, even detailed analytics of the different marketplaces. There's just so many great tools to give you an edge in your investing game. So friends 100 to get that free month. Without further ado, an interview with Russell Lieberman himself. Let's get started. I want to start with this crazy big announcement. Um, Alton Insights has raised a $4 million seed round to continue building out its industry-leading platform. I'm reading this press release. Um, and you said this funding will fuel the next stage of growth for our company as we look to further establish ourselves as the leading independent platform in the space. Uh, it has to feel good, especially in this uh, economic climate, to have that $4 million war chest um, to be able to build and get this uh, company to the, its next level. How are you feeling raising $4 million? Uh, it's good to be back, first off, and feeling great. Exciting to share the news. This has obviously been in the works for a little while. Um, you know, the venture capital community remains really excited about what's going on in alternative assets. And there's a ton of potential in what, you know, we deem to be our lane of mm -hmm. data analytics and research. Um, and we're leading the pack in that space. And this funding is going to allow us to continue to do so. Yeah. And, uh, you know, this obviously infers that like, Hey, we we're going to a next level. We, you know, this money is going to help us get there. So in your head, as people are like, Hey, what are you going to be doing now that, um, you know, that you have this war chest, what is that next level? What are, where are we going? Yeah, we're, we're going to make a few key hires. Uh, we're going to continue to bolster our dev and research teams. Uh, and you know, we, we've done zero marketing, so, uh, it'll be nice to mm -hmm. finally kick off a marketing effort. Um, and you'll probably see, um, some data science behind the numbers that we've collected and aggregated. So, um, if this was geeky before, it's about to be like a, a whole other level of nerd, uh, and it's <laughs> very exciting to us fintech geeks. Is that kind of your pitch sometimes when you're talking, you're like, listen, if you are a geek, we are the geekiest of the geeks when it comes to data on the geekiest of things you can do. Like how many times is geek in that investor pitch? <laughs> We're talking about Star Wars toys today. So it's like, there's already an element of geek in what we look at in the collectibles world to an extent. Um, you know, I think it's really not geeky, but depends who your audience is. Right. And, uh, and then, you know, we're, we're the numbers and research guys within that space. So it's really um, the geekiest of the geeks. 
but this is our revenge of the nerd so we now have a, a war chest to um Get yeah work on some things that we've thought about for a long time and finally have the capacity to deliver them um we're going to continue to build out tools in the non-fractional world we're going to be incorporating uh, more of the auction and marketplace data that we've yeah. collected elsewhere through partnerships um and i think that you know both fractional and non-fractional the non-fractional world certainly informs the fractional world um and vice versa albeit to maybe a lesser extent yeah, I'm so pumped for the auction house stuff, especially. I mean, even just the other day, I was going around trying to figure out comps. I'm like, luckily, like I have access to Bradley on Slack. And so I'm like, hey, Bradley, like where, how do you look this up? That like, I'm looking at these different auction houses, trying to find a good like record. And it is just so hard, if not impossible to actually, like unless you're Bradley or Dylan, who like just go way deep in, in all the weeds of this stuff. It's so hard to actually have that information all in one place because each auction house is different. There's always stuff going on. Um, so I'm pumped when it comes to especially the auction house information to really get some of those solid comps. I think that's going to be a game changer. Yeah, and you see it with uh, auction action, which they put out, but it'll be nice to also have some of that data in our actual platform. Um, right. So yeah, very excited for what the future of Alton looks like, you know, currently I would say we have the V1 of our platform out to the world. Um, we'll, we'll continue to expand upon that. Uh, you'll see more research reports. So we put out an institutional grade research report, our first one on the sports collectibles market in Q1, both at auction and in, in fractional world. Um, and that made Axios Sports and a few other great headlines huddle up. Yeah. And, um, you know, we're going to continue to work on those longer form institutional grade research reports. So the next one will be on the spring art market. Uh, very excited about that. feel like we haven't done as much with art as we'd like to. Um, and this will kind of open the door for that in a way. So when, even if we're talking more specifically, you know, with the, with the $4 million raise, how does that affect the platform itself? Right? So um, maybe there's people that actually are listening to this and they don't even know some of the specifics of the platform. So talk about the platform and you know how you see it developing. So for those of you who are unfamiliar with the platform that we've built, um, if you create an account on Alton, you'll have access to our app, which allows you to manage your portfolio of fractional and soon non-fractional alternative assets. Um, we have different analytics within there that allow you to look at um, the different marketplace performance, the sectors within those marketplaces, uh, indices and trends. So for example, uh, the biggest gainers and losers over the last 24 hours, five days, one month, et cetera, um, that, you know, the tools that we put together should give anyone an edge when they're investing in the fractional world. Yeah. Uh, so if you're listening to this and you haven't signed up yet, definitely encourage you to go check that out and dig into it a little further. Yeah. I mean, and so it's, really filling a gap in the marketplace where there's not, you know, rally collectible Otis, you know, everyone's incentivized to talk about their assets and show the growth on theirs, but there's really not like a third independent, Hey, all in one reporting and analytics and all of this on what's going on in the space. And so, um, really just building out tools that people don't have, right. Kind of like a Bloomberg terminal for, for alternative assets, right. Is, is a powerful, thing, you know, and that might be an exaggeration, but obviously, you know, V1, right. But, uh, you know, there's, there's a pathway here where it's like, Hey, this, as this industry blows up, people need their research. 
yeah, these these are investments that people are making with their hard-earned money, and they should be taken taken seriously. Uh, and you should be looking across platform and across sectors, uh, and be informed with all the data and research that you might need to make intelligent investment decisions. So, you know, we we take this responsibility very seriously. We we want to provide it uh, and do provide you know best in class platform for people who are investing in the fractional world and and soon beyond. So the business geek in me wants uh, I want a behind the scenes look here. You're fundraising money from all of these different investors. Um, now you've done you did the the seed round right and now for so for this it's like okay four million dollars sitting with these big investors who want to hand you money to build this company. A lot of times in business world that's things we take for granted, right? But that is like a huge feat that just happened, right? Like this is huge. Um, and and there's not like a lot of like playbooks on this stuff, right? What was that like being a first time founder going and fundraising money, closing the round? Like put me inside the room with these investors. What were some things that are going through your mind building this pitch? Like what was that like? Yeah, it's it's awesome that VCs remain really excited about what's going on in alternative assets. Um, you know, I think the first time around, the the pre-seed round was a little more of an uphill battle than this one. I feel like this round came together really nicely. Uh, we were able to include a few new investors as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's always, it's always sort of an intense process, but um, I think all things considered, this came together really nicely. So I don't have any crazy war story or anything from this round of like, well, a crazy deal, but um, it was smooth. Our investors that supported us from our pre-seed round um, are happy with the direction that things are going and made life pretty easy this time around. Alexis Ohanian, I mean, that to put that in the PR statement has got to feel got to feel great as well. Uh, what was it like to get him, to push him over the line to say like, hey, yeah, you know, you actually get a check from him. What, what was uh, that interaction like with whatever you can share? Yeah, that was pretty awesome. So uh, I think probably as most of our uh, listener listeners know, uh, Alexis is also invested in Rally and he's um, a big investor in alt only alt as well uh he he absolutely loves this space and um when it comes to us i think like i mentioned before we're there you know alexis likes a lot of the you know the sealed video games and and sports cards of the space uh he's into the um the geeky nostalgia of what what you know the value of alternative assets and um he again we're, we're sort of the geekiest of those geeks uh so he made you know he, he just appreciates that we're building tools that no one else is building uh that are helping investors make more intelligent investment decisions so uh it, it was a nice fit and an awesome person to add to our cap table it's great to have his support so okay in the midst of this right um building for the future of alternative assets and there is a lot going on in the investment world um you know as Markets are down. A lot of tech is down. Um, alternative assets in these down markets, sometimes, you know, they act like, oh, it's actually a hedge or uh, it's diversification, right? But so from you, CEO of Alton Insights, what are you really seeing at this macro level um, of what's going on in the industry right now? Because I think that's something people aren't even really talking about a ton. It seems like business as usual, at least in the Twitter streets, um, when it comes to al alternative assets, uh, but what what are you kind of seeing with how the market's reacting, assets, all of that? Yeah, so I think what you're seeing in in terms of the fractional world with 
consumer behavior is you're seeing some paper hands as you know money is tightening up and people are going to look for a source of liquidity uh sort of along the lines of if it looks like a stock and it trades like a stock people are like oh this is easy to you know cash out and get a little cash back in, in my in my account um which is interesting because alternative assets are a hedge that should hold up through a recessionary period um an inflationary period that's that's why we're investing in alternatives in the first place. Right. Uh, so I, I think I actually kind of think that this will be a great lesson. Uh, you know, we're seeing markets trade down right now, um, but, you know, it, it's an interesting social experiment in a way. Well, and very different than, you know, Mashworks sent out a message that was all about how the art market operates independently from other markets, right? So, I mean, I think art is still going up, popping up, you know, in record deals. Um, but you're saying that's different than the fractional world because of the consumer behavior there, right? Like, and what I think is interesting, we were kind of talking about this before the pod is it's like, this is the first time in history, like you said, the social experiment that we're seeing a really big down market for these fractional marketplaces, um, right? They've only been around for a couple of years. And so it's, they're now trending down when in reality, the markets should be trending up. Um, so yeah, I mean, what, how do you, do you think this kind of like stabilizes or is it, is it way to be seen? Um, you know, there's a lot of people with a lot of markets or their accounts are probably down quite a bit. Yeah. It, it, so it does remain to be seen. I think ideally you would uh, have diversified prior to a downturn, right? That's kind of the whole uh, <laughs> selling point of diversification and, um, sectors like art and collectibles holding up through uh, inflationary and recessionary periods. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll see how it goes. I mean, I think that people should take a longer term view. They should consider the underlying asset of what they're uh, looking for short term liquidity on. Right. Um, but understand that obviously times are tough. Gas is expensive. expensive. <laughs> uh, people need some liquidity, but... Um, Right. Yeah, I would just urge people reconsider the asset class that they're looking, you know, that they're trading in. Right. I and mean, it is like the, the fractionalization of all the stuff has made it available to, you know, the me's and use of the world where a lot of times why art acts so independently is because like someone's art collection will be one of the last things that they actually liquidate. Right. Or like, you right. know, if someone has this really crazy sports card collection it's not like they're just putting that on when it's a crazy down market and so that's why it tends to hold its value it's almost like uh six months ago when we were talking about how oh man where's rallies maybe it was like a year ago right like where's rallies uh secondary market man we need faster liquidity it's kind of like now we're like we need less liquidity let yeah. these things act like they're doing right it's kind of a different tune here um because I think that would be holding up the value a lot more if people just didn't have that easy sell button on all these different platforms. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you have if you have cash on the side right now, I think in any of these markets, I think uh, it's pretty easy to get rich in a bear market if you have a lot of cash on the side. Yeah, uh, and you know, hopefully, hopefully, fractional investors don't fall victim to that. Except, you know, buyouts that are below where they should be if they were patient. Yeah, I wonder actually if we start to see some opportunities with buyouts. Like, I wonder or I mean, maybe not opportunities for us. Like if buyout offers start coming in lower than people would expect and people start just wanting that kind of like small jump, I wonder if we start to see some whales kind of approach these fractional platforms looking for 
looking for opportunities themselves. I could actually see that happening. I would do it if I had a couple hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, so we'll see what happens. It's like you said, it's the first time in history that we're seeing uh, this type of liquidity in hard assets. So uh, we'll see how it goes. But it is certainly an interesting time. Lastly, I want to hear your take. I feel like the alternative asset world, um, you know, especially, I mean, like right now, it's top of mind with things like VCon and VFriends coming to rally, um, NFTs, right? I, it, I'm curious what your thoughts are on how NFTs, what NFTs place are in this whole alternative asset climate, right? Like, I feel like right now it's so top of mind, even though it's something that's still so new. Um, if anything, it's starting to take up more of these platforms. Uh, is that something you you like? Is that something you're like, you feel like NFTs are getting maybe too much attention right now? What's Russell's take on uh, on NFTs? Hot takes. Yeah, I, I mean, what I think we saw and, and are seeing the end of potentially in NFTs uh, is a hype cycle. Um, we are happy that our business isn't wholly dependent on, uh, you know, NFTs that we're not linked to the success of NFTs as a whole, as an industry. Yeah. Um, but I think there are going to be a lot of great things that do come out of NFTs. Uh, and, and there, then there are a lot of not so great things. I think, um, who was it? Uh, Seth, Seth Green yesterday had a board ape, yacht, yacht club, a board ape stolen right stolen. out of his wallet. He, yeah. he was ready to make a whole movie around it and now it's gone. It's like, <laughs> well, if you, if you created the character, you wouldn't have this problem. Um, right. So I, I do think there are use, plenty of use cases for them. Um, I, you know, we at Alton consider NFTs another asset class, right? It's one of the 20 or so asset classes that we look at um, that we consider to be alternative assets. And um, yeah, I, I just think that that industry is a little top heavy right now. And it, it, it honestly does remind me a lot of the ICO 2017 uh, time period where I think you'll see that some certain projects at the top continue to um, truthfully explode and do incredibly well. Uh, but, you know, the other 98% of, of projects, yeah. you know, slowly fizzle out. So, yeah, I mean, Twitter mob, here we go, right? They're coming for you. But um, yeah, yeah, I agree. And I think uh, I'm kind of excited to see less of, of the NFT buzz around. I mean, that's, that's great and all, but like I, uh, yeah, for me, I'm like step one. I just want to get into more like comics and like we said, kind of some of the geekiest of the geek stuff before I can even like expand a lot of that side of the portfolio. So maybe that's like, maybe I'm the dumb money, but, um, that's just more the stuff I get enjoyment from. So yeah, that's, uh, for me, I think it kind of comes to like a basic, there's still much, so so much I'd want to actually get my hands on before diving into some of the bigger NFT stuff. But I feel like so much of the conversation is around the NFT stuff, but that might just be because it's a vocal minority online and not actually like what the majority is thinking. I kind of think that might be it. So I think hopefully we're verbalizing something that maybe people are feeling that the vocal minority sometimes gets a lot of the attention, but there's really the vo the silent majority that's sitting here like us being like, let's just talk more about comics and uh, cards and art and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, game-worn comics, things that people aren't talking about as much. Maybe maybe now between uh, money tightening up, if you have something on the sideline, now's a good time to grab stuff that isn't being talked about as much. Yeah.
Um, well, hey, thanks. Love having you on. Um, if you guys have any questions or anything for Russell, always down to have Russell back on. Um, feel free to shoot Alton Insights a DM, me a DM, Russell a DM on Twitter. Uh, I'll have our handles in the show notes. Um, but excited for $4 million fundraise. Huge. The future of the space is going to be big. Um, yeah. Love it.